Welcome to another episode of the Real Life Lifestyle Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about something that a lot of people struggle with, and that is choosing a career path. Especially when we graduate from undergrad, you know, from bachelor's degree, we think that we have everything figured out up until it's time to graduate. Now, when we when we get out of high school, It seems obvious in a way for some people, for most people, to go straight to school, choose a major. That's the biggest question. What am I going to, to study in college? When you do actually finish studying whatever it is that you chose, usually people go for the traditional. Let me get a job. Where am I going to get a job? But did you know there's other options? Now... Take this lightly because it depends a lot of your situation, the responsibilities that you have, and the needs that you have in that moment when you graduate from school. Depending on if you are in a good or bad financial position, if you are in a good or bad position in terms of the responsibilities that you have, and also if you are in a in a good or bad mental state, and I... I emphasize a lot on that because like I've mentioned before your mindset influences a lot your decisions and the thing the things that you think that you're able to do so keeping that in mind let's go for the first option the traditional getting a job so the good thing about getting a job is that you have immediate stability you start working and two weeks later you're already getting paid for the most part You're probably working on something that has a lot to do with your major, or in the best case scenario, you're working on something that has to do with what you studied in school. And you go there, you do your job, you go home. So it gives you uh, a lot of, I would say, it gives you a routine that makes you feel comfortable. Obviously, it's something that depends a lot on what you're doing because jobs can get difficult. And Depending on things like the schedule that you get, the amount of time that you have to spend at work and that stuff, things can get, you know, hard and heavy. Especially if you aren't used to having a job, getting adapted to that is going to take a while depending on the job that you're doing. But regardless of, you know, how difficult it gets, it's still something that gives you peace of mind because you are doing something for yourself and you're getting compensated for it right so that opens doors for you to do things that you wanted to do you know buying a house buying a car the traditional stuff that society tells us we have to spend money on but also it gives you the opportunity to save some money for you know for emergency purposes or for something that you've always wanted to do let's say you wanted to travel well you get to save that money to take on that trip that you wanted to go on. And because of having that stability, you really don't have to worry about things like, well, obviously this depends a lot on the job that you get, but many jobs come with benefits. So you don't have to be worrying about how am I going to get uh, health insurance or how am I going to start you know, retirement fund and stuff like that because some jobs come with that right? They have that for their employees. So all you have to do is 
you know, pay part of your salary or your whatever it is that you're making, the income that you're making from them. And they put the other part. So you have that support in terms of financial assistance when it comes to helping you out with things like that, which are very important. Obviously, that's not the case for every job. Sometimes you have to do it on your own. But regardless, you have the income, the stable income, supposedly, to take full control of those things in your life. Also, that sense of security that you get allows you to enjoy the other parts of your life. Because since you already know that you're making the income, you're going to your job at specific times, the time that you have left, you can pretty much do whatever you want. You can travel, you can take on a hobby, you can spend it with people that you love, you can do whatever it is that you want to do with the rest of your time. So that's a a benefit from having a job because you're not the one that has to worry about making the, the, the big decisions. Someone else takes care of that. You worry about your responsibilities. The task that they give you and doing a good job and being respectful and you know getting along with your coworkers and that's it. Obviously it's more complicated than that, but you know, to give you a general sense of it, you know, I'm summarizing the situation. But getting a job is not all peaches and cream because I think you could also feel limited. Routines get boring real quick obviously it depends on the type of person that you are and depends on what it is that you're doing but if you are not doing something that you love chances are you're going to get tired of that job and you may stay there for whatever reason but that doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to be happy doing so you may encounter problems but then again there's always problems wherever there's people Because there are so many different types of people that for some reason we just can't, we just can't keep away from creating or being part of trouble. So it all depends on where you're working, how the company handles those things, the amount of difficulty that that's going to create for you. But still it's something to keep in mind. Also, maybe having that job is taking too much time from your day and it leaves you so tired and uninspired that even if you wanted to engage in other things you couldn't because your mind is just not in the right place also maybe you have people that you want to take care of and you have to choose between bringing in the income or being with them which that definitely sucks so there's a lot of limitations that come from having a job like a traditional job But it all depends on where you get that job and the type of job that you're doing. So it is a case-to-case type of situation. And it is very important that you determine if it's something that you want to do. Now, if you've made the decision that a job is what you want to do, then keep in mind a few more things. One, make sure to research the area that you're going into. What benefits are you supposed to get? How long should you be working? What are the responsibilities that your specific position should be in charge of? Because it's very easy 
for lines to blur and for you to end up doing things that are not supposed to be your responsibility. It's also easy to be underpaid and you know many other situations that could arise from employers that are not doing things the way that they should. Make sure also that you are going into something that you like, even if it's not your biggest passion, but something that is manageable, something that you can get up in the morning, get dressed, and get get to your job and do it. Because I think one of the worst things that we can do is get ourselves in a position where we hate what we're doing and we're miserable. And we just stay there because of the money. It is actually been proven it has been proven that employees don't stay in a company or in a job because of the pay you can give them raise after raise after raise and employees are not going to stay there if the environment and what they're doing is not something that feels right the number one reason why people leave their jobs is because of having bad relationship with their immediate supervisors so that is definitely something for you to think about the culture of that company is it something that fits in right with you do you think that you would be comfortable working there and also what you're doing whatever it is that you're going into that job for is that where your skill set is do your skills align well with that job? Now, probably if your skills don't align well, you're not going to get the job. But in the case that you do get the job, do you feel that you have the right skill set for that or that you can at least put in the effort to acquire the skill set for that? Because if it's something that you're not super good at and you really don't want to put in the effort, then why even go into that? Keep in mind, don't go into a job because someone said you should. Go into a job because it's something that you want to do. And something that I, I try to tell people a lot is that whenever you're in a job interview, you are evaluating them as much as they are evaluating you. It may seem like a one-sided thing, like you're the one that has to impress, but they have to impress you too. So when you go into a job interview, go with that mindset. Go with the mindset of you're observing them and they want you. They need you as much as you need them. Of course, this is something that can be, you know, refuted because companies can easily, you know, replace you with someone else. And that's true. But still so, you need to make sure that when you're in that interview process and you're looking at the place and you're looking at the people and you're speaking with whoever is doing that interview, you need to make sure that it feels right to you and it sits well with you. Are the company values something that you support? Are there practices and whatever it is that they offer things that you agree with and you support in? things that you want to be doing is the way that they are handling the process something that feels right for you what does the process say to you does it say that they are responsible and reliable or does it say that they may have a mess 
behind all that pretty image that they're trying to show you. Ask a lot of questions. You need to be able to really dig deep into how they are as a company so that you know what you're getting yourself into before you get yourself into it. So some smart questions to ask, what is a typical day for someone in the position that I am applying for? Or what do your employees have to say about X, Y, and Z? Or how do you handle X situation? And make sure that you're asking about a situation that's important for you. So if you're someone that suffers from mental health issues and sometimes you need to step away, ask, how how do you see when employees need to take a break, for example, and see if it's a healthy behavior? If it's a healthy environment, it's something that's going to be good for you, then by all means, go for it. But if you feel like something is off or the way that they treat you is not respectful or is not, you know, in a way that you should be treated, then do you really think you should accept whatever they offer you, even if they're super impressed with you? This is a two-way street. Don't let anyone tell you it's not because it is. You need to make sure that you're getting yourself into something that you actually want. Because I think it would look worse if you just quit a job after another job after another job. Eventually, that's going to make it really hard for you to actually get a job. Because if you put in your resume that you've had four or five jobs in a year, they're going to question you. And that's going to that's going to be something that is not going to sit right with recruiters. But if you don't put anything and it just looks like you don't have anything on your resume, then that's going to be bad too. So you need to make sure that you're very careful with where you get yourself into and that it doesn't lead you to a bad reputation for yourself. I can definitely talk more about this because I've gotten so much advice from so many different people and I follow so many people on social media and, you know, people that talk about this stuff a lot. So I can definitely share some of the, the stuff that that they've said, things that I've learned. But obviously, that's not the purpose of this podcast. So moving forward, the other decision that you can make that does not require you to you know continue studying is starting your own business. Now, obviously, this is something that anyone can do, but you need to be realistic of where you stand. Can you take the time to start a business? Are you financially in a place where you won't starve if you decide to only start a business and not get a job? Because you can combine these things. You can do multiple of these things at the same time. You don't have to do just one thing. So can you take the time to start a business and... Would you need to get a job on the side to sustain you while your business grows? Because starting a business is not as easy as people make it seem in social media. Starting a business is not all happy, joy, easy, all people love what I do, I make a lot of money. There's no one way that it's easy for you to get rich quickly. That's not true. Wherever you get that sense, that's fake. Especially when you're in business, it takes a lot of hard work, a lot of time, a lot of failing, and a lot of knowledge 
for you to get from point A to point B. And if you're someone that is truly passionate about starting a business, you need to be ready to fail. You need to be ready for it to take a long time because it takes time for people to get to know your brand, for people to get interested in what you do, for that person-to-person recommendation to go around. It takes time for people to trust you and to want to give you their money. You're not just going to get people convinced that, oh, I have this, you should give me your money for it. It doesn't work like that. More than creating an awesome product or an awesome service, you also have to put a lot of effort in how you market yourself and your business. There's a lot of influence in what people think about you. And this is definitely a double-edged sword because there's a lot of people with so much, so, so much, I would say not talent, but, you know, people that do a lot of things really well, very high quality products or services out there, that the reason why they don't grow is because they don't necessarily have mastered the knowing how to get to people in a way that people start to care about them and to care about their cause and to care about what they're sharing, right? That whatever product it is that they've created or or service. And then there's people who have, I don't want to talk bad about anyone, but there's people who don't really offer that much or that high quality and they get a lot of followings just because they know how to convince people. So... You need to be ready for that. You need to be ready for people to tell you, tell you that what you're doing is bad, that what you're doing is not good for them, that they can't understand where the value is. You have to be ready for people to trash talk you and to try to discourage you from doing what it is that you're doing. But it, it's also important to know that everyone who has started a business, who has taken that path, they've been through that. And they've gotten through it. And they've been able to move forward and do awesome stuff. But it takes a lot of learning and a lot of trial and error. And you need to be ready for that. In the business world, there's a statistic that says that most businesses will not last five years. And that's because of the way things are handled. Many people get too comfortable when they start seeing success and they forget that they're still growing their business and they're still creating that stable, I would say that the stable base of their of their business in order for them to really be able to build something big. Some people get overwhelmed with success and they don't know what to do with it. So they start making decisions that are not the best. Others start eating their income, which is not good, again, because in the first years, it's very important for you to reinvest in your business and to focus on getting people to become loyal to your brand and to whatever it is that you're doing. So in order for you to increase the quality of what you're doing, what you're offering, you need to reinvest the money. You can't take the money all for yourself. And you need to be very strategic of where you put that money so that your business doesn't sink. 
So there's a lot of business stuff, again, that I could talk about because that is, you know, my major and that is what I'm going through right now in terms of learning how to do. But for now, you know, keeping in mind that starting your business has a lot of benefits. It's definitely something that is going to give you a lot of freedom, a lot of control, and a lot of creativity opportunities you know you're going to have a lot of opportunities to exercise your creativity and make the decisions the way that you want them to you know the way that you want them to play out and and push your business in the direction that you think it's right different from when you have a job you just follow orders but when you have your own business although you work more and you make less at least in the beginning, in the long run, you become someone that is so, so different because of how much you have to learn in order for your business to grow. So not only is your business growing, but you're growing too. And that's huge. It takes a lot of control, you know, self-control and a lot of learning and a lot of just putting yourself out there and experiencing things for you to have a successful business. And having a business, I think, puts you in positions that you wouldn't be put on otherwise, which is a good thing, even if they're bad positions, like not bad, but difficult positions, because they require for you to think outside the box and require of you to interact with people and learn from people and do things that otherwise you probably wouldn't have done. So there's a lot of benefit from starting your own business. But when it comes to the financial area, obviously it's going to be slower than getting a job. You know, when you have a job, you have a stable income. And you know that unless someone at the top of the company makes really bad decisions, that company is probably not going to go anywhere. So you're going to have your job unless you do something wrong. But when it comes to the business, especially in the beginning, it's going to be uncertain. It's going to be like some months you're going to make a lot of money. Some months you're not going to make that much money. And you have to be very disciplined on where you put the money, how much you make for yourself and how much you keep in the business. So if you're looking for quick stability, a business that's not for you. But if you're looking for long-term growth, control, and you know, freedom and creativity, then starting a business is for you. Obviously, you have to make sure that you are in a position that you can do that so that you don't starve because some businesses make money from day one. Some businesses take months, even years to start making money, to start making sales. So you need to be able to persevere and stay working on it even if you don't see any results at the beginning. And the third option for a career path is going back to school. Yeah, you just graduated probably from undergrad, but you can definitely continue that path if that's something that you want to do. If you love studying, if there's a new area that you want to explore, if there's unfinished work that you want to continue working on, then going back to school is great for you. Now, you have to decide you want to do another bachelor's degree because that's the smart idea for you 
or do you want to go ahead and take a leap into grad school? Do you want to go for a master's degree or do you want to go for a PhD or, you know, any kind of doctoral program? Obviously, some programs are going to have requirements that include whatever it is that you studied when you were in undergrad. But not all programs need that and not all universities have the same requirements for a program. In one school, you may not be able to get into a program because you don't have the bachelor's degree. But in another school, you may may be able to get in there because they have a different way of doing things. And they make sure that you're able to catch up and get the knowledge that you need it. So going into any graduate program, especially, is going to require a lot of research before you even start doing research for the program. Because you need to know what it is that you're looking for. And you need to know what it is that the university is looking for to be able to accept you. So you need to find the program that works for you, the program that aligns the best with what it is that you want to accomplish. But you also need to find a program that you can deliver the requirements. Because again, for example, if you don't have the bachelor's degree that they are requiring, that it is most likely that you're not going to get in unless they're flexible on that specific requirement, right? So what decision should you make? Well, when it comes to grad school, the first thing that you need to know is how long do you want to be in grad school? Are you looking for a master's degree, which is going to be over probably in two years, depending on the program, but it could be two, three years? Or do you want to commit and do a doctoral program that is probably going to take four or five years, maybe more. So you need to know what your focus in is. They both require research. They both require you to submit a thesis or dissertation or something like that at the end. But the difference, as far as I know, when you do a master's degree, it's a shorter type of research and you do it while you're doing your classes and I think depending on the program you may have a class where you write your thesis so it all depends on what you're looking for for what I've been able to see people who get master's degrees for the most part are looking to go into industry once they finish that or start a business. There are people who are trying to get a specialization on an area and or they're trying to switch their career path and they're trying to figure out if what they're interested in is something that they actually want to do. So they go and they get a master's. Some people fall in love so much with what they're doing that the, after that they go and they get that PhD or you know that whatever doctoral degree that they want to get some go to industry some start their business so it all depends on what it is that you want to do when you go on to a PhD program though and yes you can go to a PhD program straight from undergrad it all depends on the program that you're going into and the school and how they accept that kind of thing 
there are programs that will require you to have the master's before you go to the to the PhD. There's other programs like mine that what they do is that in the first two years of your doctoral program, you're actually taking master's level classes and you are working on your research, but you have to take extra credits to meet the requirements of having a master's degree. So that definitely extends the process more. It could go from four or five to six or seven years, maybe eight, depending on how quickly you're able to pass your classes and how how much time does your your dissertation and your research meet. Because some some research ideas, you know, some research need to take a few years. Especially if you're doing studies that you know need to be determining things in a some range of time. It's going to take, you know, the years that 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 study takes. So it depends on what it is that you're doing for your research and the type of program. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff that go into, you know, a doctoral program. But in general, going back to school is a good idea if you're looking to expand your knowledge in a guided way. Because you can always learn things by yourself. You can grab a book, you can watch YouTube, you can take free online courses. You can do a lot of stuff if you want to learn a new skill or if you want to go into a new field. And they're as valid as having a degree. They may not have the same weight. If you're learning all these things and you want to get a job that requires a specific academic degree or whatever... It may not be the the same thing, but if you can prove you have the skills, there are jobs that are flexible enough to give you the opportunity of working for them and doing whatever it is that you wanted to do. That happens a lot, actually, with people who are in computer science. There are a lot of jobs that require you to have a bachelor's degree or a master's degree in computer science. But if you're a self-taught programmer, you can get that job if you can prove to them that you have the skills that someone that has that degree would have. If you can prove that you can do the job, they're very likely to accept you. And more now than ever, than that people are going a lot for that teaching themselves how to do things type of dynamic. And because we have a lot more access now to information that we used to, you know, back in the day. So if you're someone that can learn by yourself, then definitely you can skip grad school and teach yourself whatever it is that you want to learn. But if you're someone that likes to be guided or someone that wants to have access to resources that will allow you to do research, then you do need to go into a, a a graduate program that is if you're not going into a job that is research-based because that is an option too these three options are the main I would say the main path that you can take when you graduate but you can combine this you can be a student and have a job or you can be a student and have a business or you can have a business and be an employee so you can combine these however you want in my case, I'm a full-time student, but I'm also starting my business, which is, 
you know, this podcast and the whole brand that I'm creating with the real life lifestyle. And that's something that I've always wanted to do. But I understand that it's going to take time for people to trust me, especially because I'm not offering a common product, something that a lot of people look for. I'm very niche based. So since I want to share with people things that have to do with lifestyle, it's going to take time for people to find me, but also for people to trust me. Because then again, who am I to tell you what to do? Well, I'm just someone that's normal, that is just like you, that is hoping that you can relate to my experiences. Because for the most part, the things that I share are things that I've learned along the way. If you're starting a business, it's definitely something to consider because it is going to take time. And I've had to make peace with that idea and stop getting frustrated because, you know, things are just not going the way that I expect them. I do get frustrated, but I'm trying to not let that stop me. So that is the reason why I decided to go and start a business, you know. But also grad school is important to me because I'm making an impact in a very similar field to what I'm doing with my brand, I am learning about things that have to do with mental health and, you know, handling emotions and all that stuff. But mostly on the academic level, it has another, you know, another focus. But still, it is related to mental health. And I knew that I wanted to do that because having a PhD allows me to conduct research and conducting research allows me to impact a field and impacting a field allows me to make an impact on society and that to me is very worth it that to me means a lot and I'm pretty sure that's the reason why many people also go into a PhD program because if you don't know at least for what I've been told many many times only 2% of the population actually get PhDs, which means not so many people are willing to put in the effort that a PhD needs. But still so, the people that actually do go into a PhD program, for the most part, at least the people that I've been able to meet along this journey, they're people that are very, very passionate about what they're studying. They care a lot about a cause. And they've turned it into a research idea that they want to discover new things in and that they want to make, you know, this whole contribution in order to help the science field move forward. That's another thing that you should keep in mind. What is it that you care about? What is it that makes your heart just explode with happiness and what is the best way for you to make that a reality what is the format or the way that you think you're going to be most successful in impacting whatever society or whatever issue that you want to tackle and also your personality what kind of personality that you have and what kind of scenario are you comfortable in in my case I am an introvert that enjoys a lot learning. So both the business side 
and the research side give me that opportunity. I am not a fan of being around people a lot, but I love engaging with people. And that that probably makes no sense. But what I mean is that I may not necessarily have the skills to handle people in terms of, you know, like a customer service type of scenario. But when it comes to having those one-on-one conversations or sharing the things that I know with people, I love doing that, right? So I like making sure that my creativity has a big role in the way that I share the things that I know. And I always like sharing the things that I know because if I've gone through the effort and the trouble of sitting down and learning about something, I can't just keep that knowledge. If it was especially something hard for me to learn and I can make it easier for someone else to learn about it, then I'm going to do that. That's mostly the reason why I want to start a business and why I do this podcast because it's a creative way that allows me to reach a lot of people without having to be there you know at at that specific moment when it comes to research it allows me to test my own experiences and it allows me to translate the solutions that I found to troubles that I had into something that is science-based and that can create a solution for other people. Basically, that summarizes the approach of my research. I know that the time that I'm going to spend reading research papers and making studies and all that stuff is going to pay off because it's going to guide other people with the same interest as me and it's going to help them create solutions for people that go through difficult moments especially when there's you know they're struggling with mental health I think that if you're passionate about what you're doing you're gonna go really far obviously passion is not going to be the only thing that's going to drive you because sometimes you're going to feel unmotivated and you're going to question why it is that you're doing that and you must have a good answer for when you start questioning yourself. Because if you don't, it's going to be very easy for you to give up and try something new. Or go into the comfort zone, which is deadly, honestly. When you decide to go and do something that you're not familiar with, it's going to get scary. It's going to get lonely. It's going to get overwhelming. But it's probably worth it. More likely than not, it's going to be worth it because you're going to be trying something that you never thought you would have tried and it's going to take you to places and turn you into a person that you never thought you could become. So instead of going for the easy and the familiar route, I challenge you to go the extra mile because you're going to thank yourself if you do. And again combine things maybe you want to have the stability of one thing that you already know of 
And at the same time, you want to get your feet wet with something that is new to you. But don't let your mind limit you from the things that it is that you want to do. And don't let other people tell you that you cannot achieve the things that you want to achieve. Because it all depends on the effort that you put into it, the time that you put into it, and how much you want it. It has nothing to do with what people think is possible for you. It has to do with the decisions that you make in order to make that thing a reality. Of course, there's a lot of influence you know, from our environments and the access to the resources that we have. But I'm pretty sure that there's someone that can help you out there. There has to be someone with the resources and with the opportunities that you need to achieve the things that you want. I've seen people, and I think I've mentioned this before in another episode. I've seen people with nothing create amazing things and people with everything not do anything. So as long as you commit yourself to doing whatever it is that you decide to do with your career, you're going to be able to achieve it. It doesn't matter how long you take, you're going to be able to achieve it. And if you don't believe me, look at the most influential people in the world. Look at the people who are very financially stable. To not say it you know, in another way, but look for people who make the most money in the world and look at their stories. Many of them didn't start when they were young. Many of them started you know, after the half-life, you know, what they call that. Many people who have done great things, it's taken them a while, decades even, but they've been able to do it. Why? Because they persevere and they believe in themselves. Make sure you sit down with yourself and you analyze what is right for you. What of the three options do you imagine yourself waking up in the morning And you feel happy that you get to do it. You don't feel like, ugh, I have to go do blah, blah, blah. But instead you feel, oh my God, I'm so blessed that I get to do this today and work on this. No matter how hard it is. Because contrary to what people think, people go into making businesses because they don't want to have a boss. And they don't realize that because they don't have a boss, they have more work. Maybe having a job is going to give you a regular eight-hour shift and having a business is going to give you 12 to 14-hour shifts depending on you know the type of business that you're running. But which one is going to be more fulfilling for you? Which one is going to make you happier? I saw someone on TikTok the other day that was talking about how we're so pressured into finding our passion And, you know, turning it into an income stream. And although that is a wonderful thing to do, it doesn't necessarily have to to be that way. And that's actually something that I learned and that made me think a lot when this person was talking about it. I don't remember their name. If I could remember, I would tell you guys. But it was someone on TikTok. And I remember that she, I think she was stitching someone else's video. And she said... Some people choose an easier career that doesn't involve so much growth and so much, you know, that doesn't take so much of their time and their effort 
so that they can pursue their passion, not necessarily for money purposes. So basically she was saying that when you see someone that is working maybe a low-tier job or what you cons- you would consider an entry-level job or an easy job, they don't necessarily have a, a mindset that does not mean growth. You know, they don't necessarily think that it is what it is and they're not going to go amount to anything in life. They're probably actually making the best out of their life outside of that job. And they just want that job for the money. And that's just a sacrifice that they make in order for them to have more time to do what they really want to do. And this works for when you're trying to start a business and make an income out of that passion. Or from when you just want to make that passion a hobby. Maybe the one thing that you love is coaching sports. But you do it as a volunteer. You don't do it to make money out of it. And you do have your job that you have to go to. And that's what puts you know food on your table. But your true passion is coaching sports. And you do it because it's something that makes you happy. And that's still part of your life and your career because you're still putting in your time and your effort into something. But it's not necessarily making money out of your passion. So keep that in mind too, that whatever career path that you choose does not limit you from doing the things that you want to do. And whatever it is that you actually want to do does not necessarily need to translate into a dollar sign. But at least make sure that what you're doing, you enjoy it enough to be able to put up with it. So that you're not waking up in the morning angry and going into that job in a bad mental state. Because it's not about that. Life should not be about that. And people think it is. People think that the adult thing to do is be miserable in what you do, whatever job you have. And that's not true. That's a huge misconception. And the reason I think, one of the reasons why the world is so poisoned and why people get into so much trouble Because if you're someone that's angry with your job or with whatever it is that you're doing and it makes you miserable, you're going to be spreading those emotions to other people. You're going to be angry at people in the streets. You're going to treat badly people that are giving you a service when you go buy something. You're going to be treating badly Sometimes even your own family. And they're going to resent you for that. Why? You're taking out of other on other people the things that they're not, you know, they're not responsible for. Why? Because you chose to do something that you're not happy about doing. You don't have to absolutely love it. But at least you have to be able to be in a space where you feel content. Where you feel okay. Where it's... Where it doesn't take things away from you. Where it adds onto your life. But anyway, I can definitely give you so many more ideas when it comes to choosing a career and the way to look at these things. But for now, I'm going to leave it at that. So to summarize, you can be someone that chooses to get a job. You can start your own business. You can 
go to grad school. Make sure that you research all of these. Make sure that you make a list of pros and cons and you take into consideration where you are in life and the responsibilities that you have and what it is that you need. Make sure to know if that's something that's going to match with what you want to do, not with what other people want you to do. And that gives you the space to be yourself. You know, make sure that it's somewhere that you feel comfortable, something that you feel comfortable doing. Does it align with your personality and what it is that feels right for you? And make sure that you choose if you want to stay in the same career path or if you want to switch fields because it is possible to do it, no matter in the position where you are. We think we can't, but we actually can. I did it. Many people do it all the time. Don't take yourself out of the fight before you try it. Because some places may be very strict about their rules and requirements. And they may seem like they won't budge. But eventually, if you try hard enough, they probably will. And if not, well, maybe that wasn't the place for you. So make sure you do your research. Make sure you find out the information that you need, the requirements that you need. See if you need to learn extra stuff before you go into it. And take the leap. If you need to combine things, if you want to do more than two things, do it. It's your life. It's your decision. Nothing can stop you except yourself. So with that said, thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really love doing this. I really love talking about all these things. If you have any questions, please reach out. Please DM me message me in whatever social media or you know leave comments whatever because I love talking about these things and I love helping people figure out what they want to do with their lives even if it doesn't have to do anything with your career and just things in general feel free to reach out I wouldn't mind having a chat about it so if you don't follow me on social media make sure to follow me on instagram under real life lifestyle for the brand instagram and for my own instagram underscore lixie diane which is l-i-x-c-y-d-i-a-n-e and on tiktok also my name underscore lixie diane so thanks again for listening and i'll catch you on the next episode